No, I think there's actually something I've been thinking about, and I don't know if we should save this for a discussion and or what. But uh, I guess you could just kind of take this out of the pre-roll and insert yeah. it however you wanted to. But I've been thinking a lot, like with all the the red wedding stuff, because I was listening to your theory about about little Sam being Azora High. Yeah. But in the books, what if it's Rob Stark's soon-to-be child? Because Jane Westerling wasn't at the Red Wedding in the books. What if she gives birth? Blood of the King. Red and the Moon. Red Moon and the Red could Star be, was still easy, Red Star could easily have been not even could have been a uh, a metaphor of yeah. of, of, of the, the wedding yeah. itself. Yeah. So what if in the books it's actually Rob Stark's future child? So they're probably gonna have to make it because the seventh book, the, the seventh book is is has spring in the title. I forget yeah. what it's gonna be. So what if that seventh book, seventh book, takes place after a period of time, and it's Rob Stark's child, whether son or daughter, is the one that becomes Azora High. That would be kind of cool. And I've also been thinking, what if they would have just straight up just off Jamie Lannister? It would have saved them so much. Sure, Sansa would have ended up dead, but he wouldn't have had to kill Rickard Car Rickard Carstark. He wouldn't have had to imprison his mom, which he probably should have killed also, because what she done was as bad as Rickard Carstark. Yeah. Well, Rickard. Yeah, Rickards was but really he, just he murdered pure. two boys, like two like unable to defend themselves, like two children. Well, he was a he was a broken person. Uh, thing about completely broken, as in the certainty of knowing, which actually that's a, begs the question: which is better, the certainty of knowing or the terror of uncertainty? Because all of I. Uh, all of Cat's uh, issues was the unknown. Everything was so unknown. Your brain knows how to fuck with you. So maybe, maybe Catelyn, that's, that complete lack of knowledge was more breaking than knowing that all of your line is cut off. Yeah, maybe. I just... Oh, hey, it's uh, Sirius Black's birthday. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. For me, it was just something I was thinking about on my drive home yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah, let me open up Facebook, see if they... <laughs> What's up? Oh, on mine, uh, uh, this chick I played a bunch of games with, she was telling me just we should debate which is the best doctor. And tell me if I got yours right. Ten and Donna. Doctor-companion combo. Yeah, probably. Even though the ninth is probably, you know, I eventually got to where I just really liked Eccleston. He could have, he, but, but it's also Rose Tyler. Like yeah. Rose at her most no, annoying no, 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 Rose. No, 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 just, just which is your best doctor and then which is your best companion. Mine is Foreign Donna. <laughs> so, not combination, just what is your best doctor and what is your favorite companion. Oh, yeah, favorite doctor would be the ninth. And then the companion. Granted, I haven't seen all the old stuff, um, and I'm not that deep. I I like uh, Jenna Marie Coleman as an actor. I like what's her who's it's Clara, but uh, I it's just a reverse of the fucking Martha Jones paradigm. I did love me some Martha. Yeah, I did, but the problem with Martha, like Martha was the fact that she was just a slithering just puppy following around the doctor. 
and that's what basically the uh, the the just the Clara and the doctors their combo was is he was just following her I could around. choose Gramps because Gramps was a brief companion. Oh, you win! You get. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay, yeah. Gramps is Gramps. Gramps. Is, I consider him a companion. Yeah, even though it was like what three episodes or something. Not really. Not even that, that many. He but. wasn't even. All, you can only really think of uh, the end of time. He was with him. Yeah. That's it. Gramps, though. Dude. Oh God, Will. Gramps. Bam. All right. <laughs> Alright, hello and welcome to episode 6 of A Brother's Quarrel, and if you say that again, I'm going to kill you. See what? Okay, good. You completely forgot about it. I'm not bringing it up if you don't remember. You cock. (laughs) I wasn't going to, but... Well, you have this horrible running... You just had to bring it up, so... Well, I'm so used to your horrible running gags, so yeah, I just assumed. I just assumed. Of course it's going to be a running gag. (laughs) God damn it. Uh... So, yes, welcome to episode six, and is it episode six? Yeah, it's episode, it's episode six, yeah. six. And much like all of our even episodes, we have no game plan really going through. We Not just, even that. The, the the even episodes just tend to suck yeah, so bad. Yeah, we're getting our, our set. Although, we, I would like to say something as early as possible because we tend to completely forget about it. Unlike every other uh, avenue that we have the podcast up, I was not aware that iTunes does not let you track metrics. Because why the fuck would they? Why would iTunes function like a proper venue? No. So we have no idea how many of our reviews are through iTunes. So please, if you're listening through iTunes, rate us, review us. I don't care if you say we suck a giant bag and you give us a two. I don't care. I just need to know. I just something that we I got to know. I got to know. We need a good uh, view of how many people view it from which avenue. Instead of just, you know, me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've actually listened to each of each of the episodes quite a few times. I've not... listened to episode five like maybe three different times now. Maybe four. I need a, uh, you're better than me. I, I don't know why. It's I think it's just my whole self-dislike thing. But I also have the drive. and no, then with... Physical drive, oh. not the not the determination. Well, yeah. probably determination too. Yeah. Because, yeah, I just, I'm one of those people who's like, I always think everything I do suck and is just, it just sucks anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just kind of like, yeah, that I God. Every time I listen to it, all I can hear is, "Yep, I know why I should have cut that out too. I know why I cut that out." If we get good, I'm gonna have someone else edit these, just so I can take just take the wheel, Jesus. <laughs> hey, if I actually get someone named Jesus, that would make it even prophetic, wouldn't it? Yeah, prophetic and prophetic, but still. True. I would hire a man you know, solely for a pun. That is how determined I am. The only Jesus I know, he's totally anti-computers. So, Jesus, well, he was a not carpenter. big on computers. <laughs> no, I meant Jesus. Okay. I know. I was just making a joke because Jesus worked with his hands too yeah. much. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> the magic of editing right here. Because it'll be a big dead air spot. Yeah. Although, hey, bravo for us. Most of the issues on 5... Was us genuinely having stopped up noses. That constant little... <sniffs> that we do. In the middle of things. And that weird little... <sniffs> that are my... <sniffs> trying yeah, to get little, spittle from the corner s- of my mouth. Yeah. I yeah. Ap- yeah, we... Unless that's your thing. I w- that'd be weird if we had an entire subsect of people who listen to us just for our freaking weird little verbal tics. <laughs> just, we're just ASMRing the shit out of people. Just... Welcome to a Brothers Quarrel podcast. <sighs> so nice to have you here today. That's NPR. 
<laughs> Welcome. <laughs> if that's if that's your if that's your bag, if that's why you're listening, I ain't gonna hate. Heck, I'd I'd start leaving it in. I will stop editing it out if that's your bag. I could also tell that I had the piece of paper with all the alignments close like this, because I could hear it in the background, like whenever I moved. And so I've listened to it enough to where I can hear the paper crinkle whenever. <laughs> and you can hear. I can always can pick always up hear Ollie. Ollie. And yeah. also those times when one of us just starts giggling for no reason, it's because Ollie done something adorable and he's just staring at you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. My dog's neurotic. I can't not have him around. That's true. And it's true. he gets annoyed sometimes. So if you ever hear him for no reason, that, it's because I'm stopping him from chewing on his own arm because he's fucking weird. <laughs> All right, so into it. Okay, if, into if it. You could, if you could have three people, if, if this podcast got big enough to where we could actually interview mid-level to, you know. Hi, no, whoever. Whoever. Yeah, it doesn't whomever. matter how. Let's just say whomever. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to put a stop in this right now. You can start in a second. I hate when people correct with whom. Oh. I really do. I wasn't what, correcting I know, you. I, know, I was just I know, saying I know. whomever. It's, it's just, just bringing it up. Oh. Like when people say whomever, when you say whoever, it's like, granted, that's great. No, if you want to say it, that's fine. Because I, I love saying fancy stuff half the time. Right. But when someone corrects you about pop about proper diction, not diction, but uh, elocution. Elocution? Pronunciate? Whatever. Using the proper words. Yeah. It pisses me off. Because... The whole point is, why is whom the proper way? I can understand wanting yeah. to say it. It's a more fancy way. I don't know. Proper way. There's no reason it should be. Like, oh, because it's written down like that. You mean, just like how I before E except after C, but only, God, what is it? Is it 20% of the words that have I and E next to each other follow that fucking rule? Yeah. Why is it a rule if nothing follows it? And I'm, it just and where the fuck does leisure and seizure come about? The, uh, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> I I'm one of those people who gets upset with words. Someone who butchers the English language as much as I do gets really upset with words. So apologies, as you were saying, <laughs> Jacob. Uh, if we could have three people, three people on the podcast, who would be three people that you'd you know this? Of course, we'll eventually have somebody like Nicole or Poff Daddy. Oh no, or no, we're not like talking that. about people but we know. We're, we're actually, talking about people we would actually, yeah. that we would like to have a conversation with. Who, Jake? You don't have you, to give me all three of yours. Yeah, like just start. Who? Jake, who would you like? We already to? know you can only say two because we already know what one of them will be. What's that? You rode the cloister dick enough. Like you we already know what I don't know because Closterman is so much more smarter than we are. And he but here's would probably the thing. totally own it. Uh, it would be a possibility. If but. something's here's a, when we're with each, with ourselves, we tend to be stupid until there's cause to be smart. We are the sleeping giant of intellect. We will just <laughs> let it be. We because I have fun doing the dumbest shit. But the moment but we can play up the moment. Someone questions my intellect. I start tossing down ten dollar words like it's nobody's business. Well, to me, there's a reason why he's a pop culture writer and I'm not. Yeah. Because as much as we like to think that we're good at pop culture, he's like way the hell up. Also, here. my my uh, uh my creative stuff is reactionary, not productive. Yeah. That's why I'm shit at coming up with topics. Because if we just if our podcast was basically us sitting around for four hours talking and me just editing together the bits that were awesome, it would be ten times better. Because thinking about something beforehand, I'm dick at. That's why I'm glad I forgot everything you sent me. 
because rea- although it's horrible for me to think of my feet trying to remember, like on the if someone tells still. me my top five favorite movies in three hours, I can give you twenty. <laughs> See, I could give you number one, but the other four could be just Blazing about anything. Saddles? Nope. What? Casablanca. Okay, mine probably be Blazing Saddles because that's one of those. Well, no, that's the best movie, not favorite movie. Favorite movie. If I'm going by well, that's for me both. It's use, favorite and best movie to me uh, would be Casablanca. To me, the best movie ever made would have to be Blazing Saddles for the sole reason that it was a movie made in the 70s or 60s. 70s. 70s. And it is just as hilarious now. But it would never get made today. No, no, I'm There's talking no... about the humor. The humor is so... But that's the thing. The humor, no movie studio would pick up that movie yeah. with that humor. Yeah. There would be no, where are all the white women at? There would be, you know, and the up yours. <laughs> yeah. That, that would not, that would not, there's no studio except for maybe like a Lionsgate. I love that. I love how but, how much we're afraid to be horrible white people that no matter, even though it's our favorite movie, that's a wonderful line. Like up yours. <laughs> yeah. Just let it peter out. Oh, oh, oh. But no, my favorite, considering the fact that I could honestly watch it. See, there's Ollie's introduction. What's your favorite movie, Bubby? Apparently you want to talk about it. Before you get to that, Howard Johnson and Blazing Saddles totally played What's-His-Name on Magna P.I. The the British dude that, that oh, looked yeah, after yeah, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Qu- uh, Quince... No. <sighs> oh, God. Oh, what was it? Oh, well, I am going to try and Google this without accidentally killing our audio, apparently. Uh, uh, what was his name? Was it no, not Quail? Um. Oh God, Magnum Pi Quantum Leap crossover. I'm gonna click that, and it's like I just put Q. So, and now I'm gonna go back to that Quantum Leap crossover. Oh God, it's no longer there. Uh, there we go. There was a, was there a Magnum Pi Quantum Leap? I'm sorry. We'll get to the question eventually. <laughs> Uh, Higgins. Why do we think it was a cue? Higgins. It was Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. So Higgins played Hojo because I was watching it. Uh, me and Sarai. Yeah, the moment before you said it got that, taken it... off of Netflix, we were watching it, and he had done something. Aww. I was like, oh, I'm. It made me think of that town hall meeting. <laughs> yeah. That almost a uh, top five or five insane pop culture crossovers that almost happened. That's sad. I would have killed for some PI Quantum Leap, dude. Oh, that would have been awesome. So, again, the question. <laughs> oh, no, wait. A favorite movie would probably be Grandma's Boy. Ooh, I can, every really? Time, no, no, first, every time I watch that movie, I feel better. I can see that. It's one of those movies that's just so good. I'm that way with Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. I'm, and I've got that movie so freaking memorized, but still, whenever and I watch I Hot Fuzz... I just Fuzz, have these weird things like... It all actually, I kind of take a nap now anytime I watch Hot Fuzz. It's like a good book or something. You yeah. just read it and you end up just kind of taking a nap because you're, it's so, you're it's, so it's used to it and you're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, if I'm sick, I watch Come Drink With Me and Trojan Wars. I don't know why. I, I, I saw Trojan Wars that one time. Yeah, the Will Friedel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Why is it always a, what the hell are you doing, Oliver? Hello, Bubby. I could probably put Hot Fuzz in a top five. I wouldn't put Fight Club in the top five. Whenever it gets to the Project Mayhem stuff, to me, it that's get, whenever yeah. it tapers down. Like, it really starts to go downhill. And just, uh, it goes downhill while everything goes up its butt. It's just sort of, you know, it's a convergence of 
Uh, but the just, whole Brad Pitt on a tricycle and then wrecking the tricycle not on purpose, but that was that was totally improv. That was ad libbed. He wasn't supposed to be doing that. Like how he's reading through the stuff, he's like, "I'm Jack's colon. I get cancer. I kill Jack." And then he wrecks the tricycle. That was totally that was totally on accident. He was riding this tricycle around and he wrecked it, and they left it in because it was just <laughs> so random and hilarious. But anyway, so people that you would want on the podcast, <laughs> you see why I said it'd be best. If it was just four hours of us dicking around. Seriously, though. All right. Uh, Plus, you can just split that in half and just put it up next week since I'll be on vacay next week. Oh, so. yeah. We do need to talk about that, too. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for next week. We'll I get may... to we'll get. Yeah. yeah. I, no, we'll talk about it now. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do. I may talk around and see if I, I might have a town hall kind of thing with a bunch of my dorky-ass friends because I know some of them actually have dumb podcasts. So I might just ask them. You know, like, you know what? You guys just want to just have a stupid dorky night and we'll record it. I might just might just record us all playing fucking a dumb game. So, tell us, Jake, what is why will, are you going to be abandoning us the, the <laughs> next week? Okay, so uh, Sarai has a friend who lives outside of Tacoma, um, and we're gonna we're gonna go and see her and stay with her because University of Utah is playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that University game thing of Washington there in Seattle. With the kicky ball stuff yeah. apparently. Half the people I know, that's a that's a big thing. It's like anytime someone brings up sports, this one dude I know is like, oh, the kicky ball with the footy stuff thing. I was like, you motherfucker. Well, we were we were actually looking into trying to get game uh, tickets to go to the game, but, but it's Jessica has like three kids, and so you know, for six people, even if it was seventy five yeah, bucks balls. a pop, even though seventy five bucks is cheap, seventy five bucks a pop. No, it is, isn't. Seventy five is bucks rough. isn't cheap, Jacob. For a sporting event, it's cheap. No, no, no. Conceptually. But Exis- existentially, seventy five bucks isn't that cheap. So no, and then we'll hit the redwoods, and then we'll just go see your parents. So nice, and we'll come back on Friday. So next Saturday, I, I plan on just coming up. Ah oh, shit, I meant to bring Skyfall with me, so you could have watched Skyfall. Uh, it's on Netflix though, still. Ain't it? Oh yeah, that is. I think so. Yeah, so you need to watch Skyfall so we can Leap. talk about... Oh, oh my Qu- god! I've got Quantum of Solace also. That was not on purpose. I've got Quantum... I literally just said Quantum of Leap, and that I was not that. a bit. We have Quantum of Solace also, but yeah, you totally need to watch Maybe those. i got a thing for Scott Bakula. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Totally do. Who doesn't? Well, He's the Bax. But anyway, so that way we can talk about Skyfall because it's freaking amazing. Yeah, so I'll figure out what to do next week. Either we'll have a week off. I may... Go through all of our recordings and get those things that I absolutely loved and make a a little a uh, a nice <laughs> Go ahead little and make, episode seven is going to be a compilation episode. Yep. Our best bits from the first six episodes. Although no, it didn't because it lasted only six episodes. No, but that's an amazing dude. That's hilarious. Okay, I, I'm sorry. You that. just got to do that now. Damn. <laughs> I got shit to do today. I'm not, but dude, you've got like a whole week yeah, to do true. it. So that's true. So you could just take those best bits and throw them in there. It's like, hey, guess what? We're already doing the best of because Jake's on vacation. You wonder if I wonder if we're ever actually going to get to the first question. I keep trying to bring us back. Yeah, but, but it's we're us. Yeah, but yeah. So I'll either do a compilation. I may get some people together and play some freaking cards or some super fight. Probably super fight. Yeah, dude. Because me and my people fucking bickering. Because me, you, and mom need to do cards. Even if that's the one, whenever we get back, that's the that's yeah. the episode where we do cards. And then... next time, I'll not mess up the audio. Because yeah, I think it was my fault. Because I had the gain down to zero. 
That yeah. was completely me. Right. So it wasn't picking up any of her voice. So anytime she said something, you only got half of how horrible yeah. it was. It's all good. Anyway, uh, so three people. Three, that the sad thing like is, you think podcast. I was saying all I was doing all this so I could buy time to think, think about, about it. it, but you hadn't. I'm I'm nope. not smart. Um, I know better than that. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, it's a hard question for me because I'm not. I don't. I'm not one of those people who gives a shit about celebrities. But see, even if I wanted to talk with like Kevin Smith, everything he's already all talked about on his own, and I've either read and you would just want to bring up. Then what would be the point of? Yeah, that would kind of. But that would that would be that'd be more of a. Well, again, bringing up the way. Our podcast probably should be just sitting around talking for four but hours see, and edited into something. But see, cohesive. I would I would feel like Chris Farley in that SNL sketch where he would interview celebrities. Oh yeah, it's like just like God, yeah, because he's already talked God. about so much on his own, and so I would just be like, "You remember that time you wrote Chasing Amy? I loved that movie." <laughs> so, <laughs> or you could make it a bit and honestly do the Chris Farley skit. Yeah, but then that'll be just. Uh, yeah, no. Even though that's one of the more underappreciated Chris Farley skits, it's really? usually Matt Foley. It's Matt, Matt Foley, Gap the, Girls. Actually, the, the girls my, Gap. in my head, uh, you can't really call it a recurring skit, but I'm sorry. The Swayze skit. Oh, the yeah. Chippendale the Chippendales. Yeah. It would always go, yeah, Matt Foley, the Chippendale skit. I like the Gap Girls, but no, my number three is the Chris Farley interviews. But the Matt Foley, though, is just... It has to be on there. Like, because he spent the entire time. His entire purpose of it seemed to be just getting David Spade to, to laugh his shit, ass off. Dude. You know what? I'd probably agree with you with Kevin Smith, because think about this. It isn't just movies. I would love to talk to him about his comics, because I loved Green Arrow. His stint on Green Arrow was really good. Comics. Oh, God, his bit on uh, Daredevil was freaking amazing. Was it? When he oh, finally yeah. finished it? <laughs> yeah. that's the pr- But, hey... I don't. What I don't get is everybody gave him all kinds of shit for that. Nobody brings up the fact that Joss Whedon murdered Runaways. Amazing comic book. He did a what was a four issue stint that took over a year. Jacob, that's fucking insane. Yeah, that, that is insane. Bad. A four issue, and that just started going downhill from there because it lost all of it, just about all of its readers because of it, and just. And going back to our previous episode, I think I would put Paul Dini on there. I was actually about ready to say, because I was looking at Freakazoid. I have Freakazoid down there, and I was just thinking, like... Because I would just, I would just like, give him a topic and let him just talk. Because I'm like, dude, I'm not, like, this great, I, you know, I'm not, I don't know his entire backlog and all this other stuff. I would just want to talk to him about Batman and... That would, that would be and it. You know, it would just be... I think if we do ever interview people, we have to figure out what our opening line is going to be. And I think I know what it is. The what? opening question, the icebreaker that gets everybody in the proper mood. Just look in the eye, nod. Who are you banging? <laughs> Never break eye contact. Until either they just start rambling or leave. Hmm. Ollie is not impressed with your icebreaker question. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It, it just kind of... Ow, ow, ow. I'm all depressed now, and ow, damn, ow! Feels like there's something crawling in my skin. <laughs> Bringing it back to the AMVs. <laughs> crawling oh, in God. my skin. <laughs> oh dear Lord, I'm so glad I grew out of that band. <laughs> and this, oh, I don't know, man. Well, I, I think what really made us get disenfranchised when we just started listening to their lyrics. 
Because if you just listen to the sound, it's not bad. But then you realize, like, I'm sorry, B, you're rich. No, it's like... No, 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 no. It's a simple fact. It's like, dude, you're loaded. About three months ago, we were living in a fucking hovel. Like, we had so many issues. I'm like, I'm sorry, and... What the fuck are you bitching about? You're a goddamn suburbanite. And it's one it's that it's that horrible feeling of privileged anger to where like, hey, I dealt with this shit. Why the fuck are you on? It's like, but then you feel like a dickhead because you realize that's like you're basically saying you can't have feelings because they're not as fucked up as mine. Yeah. And if that were true, I should be the happiest person on the world. Cause you know why? Half the people I know more fucked up past than I do. Yep. So yeah, I was like, dude, that feel Dude, but still, it's it's still shitty new metal. It yeah. really is. Well, yeah, and it's like after the first CD, it's like yeah, it all just sounds the same. Everything on there on I think their second CD was called Hybrid Theory. Everything on there sounded like everything on the first CD. So, so two more people we would like to <laughs> more people we'd like to uh, actually talk to. I always I don't know. I'm not sure. I I would kind of like to talk to Billy D. What? Billy D. Although I will admit half the things I'm saying is because I'm looking around the room. I see my Lando Calrissian doll well, over there. I see the Scott Pilgrim banner and I think Edgar Wright because Edgar Wright would be a blast. But see, at I the same he, time, like a Guy be- Ritchie, I would love to talk to Guy Ritchie just because I want to know how in the world does he come up with all of these like British gangster characters? Because it's all in the same vein except for Sherlock. Jacob. But, Jacob. What? He has the same three characters that he just puts different set dresses on. I know, on. but dude, it's still... He made still three makes... characters, okay. and he kept varying that over and over. Rockstock and Snatch are are very similar, but Rock and Rolla, I think Rock and Rolla kind of stood out from the other two. I love Rock and I'm Rolla. Not saying, I'm not saying any of the movies are bad. Rock and Rolla is as good as Snatch. I mean, heck, if I was, was going to be shitty about the same characters over and over... I would have hated Hot Fuzz because it's basically Shaun of the Dead. Except, you know, just slightly off kilter. With Lethal Weapon 2 trailer music. <laughs> and freaking, this is... <clears throat> or At World's End is basically the role swap of Hot Fuzz. I need to try to watch, re-watch uh, At World's End because I watched it the first time and I was like, eh, I'm not as impressed. I liked it. I liked it because... <clears throat> I need to watch it again. Sure, it I was, wasn't my... Oh, I was kind of that acting. way with Shaun of the Dead. I liked Shaun of the Dead, but at the same time, I was like, hey, it's all right. But then it got better the more I watched yeah, it. Yeah, it was more... It was more heavy on acting at World's End. And sure, a lot of... You knew all the twists that were going to happen, but that doesn't change the fact that them coming up were done really well. It was a good movie. It was a good, solid movie. And yeah, it is one of those things where watching... You want to watch it just... Like once a year, maybe. It's sad to say, yeah. with a freaking uh, one of the right movies, one of the yeah. But it's just, it's not as great as the other two. Yeah. And yeah, Hot Fuzz is by far the best. Because Hot even Fuzz the- is just a great movie. Period. Even if you take it out of the whole oh god, one ice to- cream trilogy, and you have it just as its own. You can't really call them true trilogies because they don't fit any kind of sameness. Well, it's just they're the just whole three Cornetto movies. Connection. They're three movies that they talking about Cornettos. Okay, but they just you know give it the title of a trilogy. Sure, but they're not any similarities. They're just three movies that they made. Unlike the Richie movie. Did he also... No, he didn't do Revolver. You see, I constantly think any movie with weird cuts 
that has Jason Statham in it is a Guy Ritchie movie now. No, but he did do Sherlock Holmes. He did do the two Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, but were those worth watching? I actually liked them. I never wanted I to. Was, I never wanted to, and then I found out Guy Ritchie directed them. I was like, okay, I'm totally going to watch these. The second one, I actually really, really, really liked the second one more than the first one. second one's phenomenal. Like, RDJ and Jude Law... Are just absolutely phenomenal together. Jude Law is great in those movies, anyway. But Jude Law is a pretty good actor. I but think Jude Law, in some ways, is kind of underappreciated. Like everybody, like the girls. You obviously like, oh, don't. He's so okay, cute. I was right to say you obviously don't know many girls. But he's a great. He is a he's really a good actor. Good actor. But well, that's I can only say British. pretty good because <laughs> the simple fact that I've seen Existence. You need to watch this movie. It is so dumb. You would probably oh say the same God. thing about the movie The Holiday, but I actually really the, like that movie. With Charlize oh, Theron, or no. Charlize Theron, shit. No. Um, with, with uh, Emma, was it Emma Watson? In, or no. not Emma Watson, not Emma. Emma uh, Kate uh, Winslet Kate Win- and... Uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, No, yeah. you want to know something? When and we Jack moved Black. out here, <laughs> uh, when we first moved out here in 04, uh, it was Christmas. And so for Christmas, I took Mom to see The Legend. So in retaliation... You know, the Jet Li movie, she hates subtitled movies. And I was nearly, I, I shit you not, I nearly cried at the I end you tell of me about fucking that. The Legend. Or not The Legend, Fearless. Don't get me wrong. The Legend is, I love. The Legend of Feng Tai Yuk, I love those movies. There are some of my favorite kung fu movies. Some of my favorite movies. But nah, Jet Li's Fearless, yeah. When it was in theaters, I took her to see it. And as in retaliation, she had me watch The Holiday. She was pissed because I liked it. Yeah, The Holiday it's a, is It's, it's a solid, solid movie. Yeah. But, you know, other than Cameron Diaz doing Cameron Diaz things, but like Kate Winslet, oh, Kate Winslet, I love, 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 love Kate Winslet. Yeah. Like Kate, Kate Winslet in Branagh's Hamlet is absolutely phenomenal as Ophelia. She plays batshit crazy so well in that movie. She's so fantastic. Yeah, oh, man. So now I need to think of a third one. And yes, he looks around the room to think of things to give him ideas. Galactus? No. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Just someone to be fun just to talk to. And I'm even trying to think of like different, like just from different <clears throat> interviews I've seen. Like The Rock seems like a hella cool dude. Like just an interesting kind of guy. But I'll give you that, yeah. You know what? I would love to talk with the Rift Tracks people. Kevin Murphy, Mike Nelson, and uh, Bill Corbett. Would l- Bill Corbett, that was a great panel at Comic-Con. No, that wasn't. I th- oh, did you go to Bill Corbett's? Did, I think no, all we his- went to No, jo- we went to Joel Hodgins. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we didn't go to that one because they kept shoving it back further and further. I wasn't going to be there at fucking 8 o'clock at night. It was boring as crap already. We just said, screw it, went home, played some games, and it was awesome. Um, yeah, I would just love to... That was an to... infamous Munchkin incident. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that was the next day. Uh, I love that Kevin Murphy, though. I love the Kevin Murphy panel the year before, or on the first Comic-Con. It was fun. It was so fun. I just like I would just genuinely like to hang out, or like to talk with those peeps. I would have said the McElroy brothers, but dear God, their riffing would be better, and I'd feel bad. Who? The Mabim Bam. Oh. Yeah. I would have liked to say it was like, dude, they're much better at riffing. 
so I would feel so sad comparatively. <laughs> oh, you know what sucks? I usually don't riff on movies, so whenever no, I no, I mean it. just riffing back and oh. forth, back and forth. You know, what other kind of ideas had that Jacob had? Well, the, and I takes you the other one, just like Shit. if you could, if you could have, if you could have dinner with any five people from history, any point in time in history, who would those five people be? Uh, I'm not sure how I would answer that. Because in some ways it's similar, because it's still going to be revolve around conversation, but it's more like you want to hear stories from someone else. You want to be like that observer. Like, Muhammad Ali would be in one of mine. You know, unfortunately, not the current Muhammad uh, Ali. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know. I, I, I'm percolating something here. Give me a sec. So, you're just a fly on the wall for this five people. Not a fly on the wall. You're, you're part. You are there at the table with these five people. But it's going to be five people who they get to. They're going to be discussing stuff. And kind of their viewpoints, that sort of thing. So, like, if you chose, like, a David Spade, you're going to hear those Chris Farley stories. I got two of of them already. And remember, because they've got to be able to kind of play off of one another also. Because that would make the the dinner more Actually, uh, if we're going with something that I would just love to see. I'm going with... I'm sorry. I'm I'm taking myself out. I'm going to be the moderator. Their hands are going to be shackled to the chairs. Stay with me, Jacob! This is why they're going to be shackled to the chairs. And one side, I'm going to have Malcolm X. The other end, Jim Crow. And now I need to think of the other three people I want. Because I want to hear the vitreous shit these people are going to fling at each other. So, let's think. Let's let's workshop this. You got a round, You got a King Arthur's Knights of the Round table of hate. Of just being angry at each other. Who would you toss in this mix? Yes, I'm subverting it. These people are going to be... They cannot physically harm each other, so they can only use their words. Emperor Mao? <laughs> or Stalin? You could throw oh, like God, a Stalin Oh, God, definitely Stalin, because Stalin's... Duh. Would, think so, what I want, Stalin or Putin? Because sure, Stalin was the worst. I would say Stalin. I'd still say that Stalin is worse. Yeah, oh, no, he flat out is. Or you could make it more interesting instead of Stalin, use Rasputin. Yeah, but Rasputin was just this creepy, grungy monk who fucked everybody. That's all he was. He was just this dude. He was the Yoko of the freaking... Was it the Bolshevik? No, it wasn't the Bolshevik. No, the no, Bolshevik, Bolshevik Revolution after, is... Yeah. Yeah, well, no, the Bolshevik Revolution occurred... It officially began when the the Romanovs were killed. Yeah, okay, so yeah. it was the Bolsheviks was, okay, that so killed the Okay, so I was doing it right then. I was doing it right then. Because he, he was killed the Yoko. before the, he oh, was know, killed before the Romanovs. I know, he was just... He, he was always this thing people said. He was the... Like, oh no, he's manipulating all this. He just was literally the Yoko but of remember, the Romanovs. They poisoned this dude yeah. and shot him and stabbed him and he was still alive. Here's the- and then they threw him into a frozen river and he was found, what was it, like a mile upstream and almost half a mile away from shore. So even after being thrown in a frozen river, he still so managed to walk is, away. So what you're saying is, change of question, if you were at a company picnic and you had to have someone in your sack race... <laughs> <laughs> Who would it be? <laughs> it would be 
Andre the Giant because he could just pick me up and just run. Well, no, he would he would be in the sack as well. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, Rasputin would be high up there in my sack race. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, sadly, he's not in the actual sack race because didn't they castrate him too? Hmm. Let's say he did just because it makes that funny. Possibly. Because, you know, sack, race, you know. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so I'm you're, you're, you're So you're basically like, this is going to be a themed kind of a dinner. A themed dinner. Oh, and we're not, it's not going to be a conversation. It's going to be a dinner. We're talking center, center table at an Applebee's on a Friday. Everybody gets to just feel uncomfortable being around this conversation. Boom, episode title. Table of hated Applebee's on a Friday night. Or just table of hate. An Applebee's table of hate. Nah. Uh. Anyway. See, you're like totally going with a whole theme. Like, yeah. I want these people to be pissed off at yeah, one another. Because, Jake, I only find pleasure when other people are hurting. But see, but see, I think it's also a good idea because the longer it goes on, the more and more their true colors are going to show up. So like if Jim Crow was half full of shit, it's going to eventually show up. If Malcolm X was half full of shit, it's going to show up. You don't get it. That's the joy in it. When you find that breaking point, when they, when people stop being polite, how are you not an internet troll? How are you not an internet troll? Cause that's, that's trolling. That's trolling. one hundred and one. Do you not remember how CAC started? Yeah, CAC. Good old CAC. Shout out to the American CAC Institute. Uh, all right, so we have people latched. We have Stalin, we have X, and we have Jim Crow. All right, I want... All right, we're going to workshop this. So we have Malcolm X probably on the... If you're going to do on time-wise, around 10 o'clock. So you want Crow and Stalin probably at... at four and three. I was going to go five and two. Okay. That way he has a good line of sight gotcha. on both of them. So, who are going to be the next two? Because you, I want someone who would be sitting between Stalin and, uh, Malcolm, X. and Malcolm X that would just get on both of them. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I already know who's going to be there. Or Gandhi. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, no. That, the nice person, I'm already, I'm already setting okay. aside for something else. So, over here... So over here at the twelve o'clock, who would be, who would be that you would just know would just Trump? Oh fuck! Oh, that's terrible. Oh, Bob. Oh. You know who's going to be the mystery guest? Who? The mystery guest is going to be something that's going to piss everybody off because. They want everybody to be happy, to be loving on each other, to be wonderful, to be Buddha? excellent to each other. No. I can't Bill even... Bill and Ted? would <laughs> be excellent to I know you're going to think I'm going to say Red Rogers because, you know, he's Mr. Rogers. Here's the thing. I don't want them to be happy. Red Rogers would make these people content and happy because there is not a person on this world, no matter how dead inside I am, I will never, ever not feel better when I hear Red Rogers speak. It's going to be Richard Simmons. Cause think about it. He's that fun, bubbly guy. Sure, he he just exudes charisma. Okay. Oh shit, Bob. but it's a grading kind of charisma that if you don't want it, you don't want it. And he would just, and he would just be the. It'd be like. 
trying to use a blanket to put out a fire, but instead of covering it, you're fanning it. You're flapping at it. You're just putting more oxygen in that bitch. So yeah, I toss in Richard Simmons. And then I would just sit back. I'd have myself one of those really stupid fucking cocktails they have at Applebee's. And then just just go to town on some appetizer, son. See, and I think mine is just more like, it's just people that I would find fascinating to talk to. Like my Muhammad Ali or Hank Aaron. Like, I would love to talk to Hank Aaron. Like, whenever he hit the, the home run that broke uh, Babe Ruth's all-time record. You know, and he saw those two white dudes running after him. Was there a pit in his stomach where, like, I'm about to die? Did he expect them to run up and clap him on the back and cheer him on as he rounded third and hanging to home plate? Because it was. These two dudes came out of the stands. These two white guys. Oh, shit, so it was out and of the he stands. Had a, dude, he had numerous death threats because, he, he, as a black man, he was about to break Babe Ruth's all-time home run, home run record. And so, you know, I've always been curious about that. Was was he afraid of what was going to happen? Or was he just in the moment too excited? He didn't think of... I don't know. To me, Personally, it's stuff like that that I I'd find... say adrenaline was going too high to have the fear. It's like, just like, dude, nah, nah. It's It would just probably be it's like, all right, if they're going to go, I'm go. I'm go. I'm go. And I've always wondered if part of... If part of Muhammad Ali's thing was he was being a shit stirrer. On purpose, you know, as in to point as out, like, was... the flaws of society. And so he was being a shit stirrer on purpose. And I've always been curious about that. So, and even whenever it comes to movies, like, I, it was, I would really want historical people there. It's not like, it's not like actors or musicians, except for maybe, like, a, a Muddy Waters or a B.B. King, if I was going to have a musician. But to me, I just, uh, yeah. It's people that I would just find fascinating to speak with. Yeah, because it's... Bruce Lee, I think I'd probably put Bruce Lee on there. Yeah, that would be... That'd be up there. Now, if I could remake the scene in Doctor Who, the other one would be Van Gogh. That last scene in that episode of Doctor Who... That would be only if that actually happened. so gut-wrenching. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, man, that's so heartbreaking. eyes watered like a motherfucker. That one, even more so than Girl in the Fireplace, absolutely broke my heart. I was watching that episode, and I was like, oh, this is so damn sad. And Bill Nighy would have to be the the curator. Couldn't even make it fun. No, he... He oh. Oh... Oh, I just, it makes me want to watch that episode. Just that last, like, ten minutes of that episode. Way to bring us down, bitch. (sighs) Thanks, Jake. At least it was me instead of you this time. Yeah. (laughs) But that if, oh, man. So heartbreaking. We're going to have to take a quick break while we slit our wrists. You guys take care. (laughs) Man. Yeah. But no, I don't know who the other person would be, but... I would want to dig, like, way back into history instead of just keeping it, like, you know, in the past hundred years. I would want to dig, like, further. Somebody who would just be absolutely fascinating. Like a, uh... You know what, I, you know what would be kind of fun? Maybe, like, a Galileo. Grab Chaucer. You know why? Ooh! Finally figure out what how Canterbury Tales was supposed to go. That, I like that. That would be pretty awesome. Because I love the concept of it. It is so cool. A bunch of people taking a pilgrimage. 
scene there's D&D. There's just one. There's <laughs> like the just... first D&D. <laughs> but no, it's the perfect setup for short stories. There's just one rule. You don't have, like, the, it was completely paid for, but every night, one of you had to tell a story about your life. And that's all it was, was each of these uh, pilgrims telling a story about their life. it's perfect for comic book form. Oh, it's perfect for any form. But yeah, I just loved it. I loved the concept of it, and I hated you. Th- you think Game of Thrones fans are pissed off? <laughs> what? For what? Seven years? But really? Unless- Motherfucker died not even a third of the way through. Except for high school teachers or college professors, is there anybody that are really that big into Chaucer, though? If you think about it in that sense. Well... Just the concept that Canterbury tells, that itself is just good. The rest of the stuff, I'm, yeah, you got a point. But I haven't I haven't read that since like my senior year, and I barely remember. It was like, Same, but I still liked it. But the funny thing is, is that I remember how much I loved Hamlet my senior year in the same class. thing is, though, I cannot read Shakespeare. I can't stand reading Oh, did you see that it. thing that I had shared? There's this video of this actor. His dad is a uh, a language expert guy at a um the, I think it was the University of South Wales and he was talking about how the way Shakespeare is read now is totally different from the original diction and the original pronunciation and so they know how they know how to speak it in such and so the globe theater actually has shakespeare plays in the original pronunciation and it totally changes the way shakespeare is heard and read cuz there's like puns in there that you wouldn't have known without that oh it's super fascinating here. are you trying to tell me that the welsh are telling us we're speaking english wrong well i don't think he's welsh he just teaches at the University of South I'm Wales. trying to make a joke that maybe two people will get. <laughs> I know you are. But, and the funny thing is, whenever they're speaking it, it actually has a bit of a Scottish accent slant to it. Makes sense. It's really, really interesting, though. Around time, more homogenous. Yeah. Uh, but, what were we talking about? Uh, the dinner situation. People at dinner. I was going to say something. Yeah, I uh, something about before you said Shakespeare. Oh, I uh, no, it's like why, right, like right when you started talking about Shakespeare. Oh, uh, you said Hamlet. No, before Hamlet. I uh, we were. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. It had nothing to do with freaking Shakespeare at all. It had to go back to when you said Van Gogh and you almost cried. I was misty at the end of I uh, of the Dragon Chronicles too. The funeral for Strum or for Sturm. Oh yeah, I forgot you were reading the winner. winner. Yeah, that uh, dragon's a winner. Uh, winner night. Yeah, dude, Kit. Like, oh man, fuck that girl, yo. Oh, and poor, poor Taz. Tasselhoff is a great character in those stories. Yeah, he is. But Fizzman is still my favorite. Fizzman. Oh my god, when he got reintroduced, I knew he was going to because. He's Paladine, right? He's Paladine? Thought yeah. so. Yeah, he is. I figured that before he even freaking talked yeah. to uh, Isla. When Paladin goes to um, the world of Kran, that's his human form. He okay, takes. that's what I assumed it was. Because yeah. I figured it out. Like, Very knew... kind of Zeus-ish, minus, you know, he minus plays the a total putting his idiot. dick and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And when he puts the, the, the feather on his... 
Oh, dude, I fucking nearly lost it. And I was reading this at work last night, Jacob. And we don't have to say spoilers because that book's been out for like almost 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> or over 30 years. It's insane. Now you know why I was so stoked to meet com- Tracy Hickman and Margaret I completely get it how much you were into that. That book is so good. Yeah. I need to check to see if they got the third one at the library now. Because Margaret Wise, she's the one that put together the Firefly yeah, um, RPG stuff. Here's but, the thing, the problem though. Or she's a writer. There's too on many it. books in it. Too many books. Too many books. <laughs> so the problem be is there's so much shitty mythology. Like, where do you go next? Every time I freaking go to the library, I gotta pull out my goddamn phone and grab the no, wiki. No, the the main ones are the three dragons. After the th- the the dragons trilogy, so autumn, twilight, winter, night, yeah. and spring dawning. Um, after those three is the the um, the twins trilogy. So it's is it just a flashback test, of what they did? Is it trial test and time? Okay. Oh, so twins? it's what happened during the trial. No, this is after after the trial. Okay. Yeah. So I already know what happens with Rice because Land. yeah, because those two are just Raceland Caraman centered, and then there was also two that were released after the twins trilogies. It was Brothers in Arms and Soul Forge, which is the pre stuff with Raceland and Caraman. Like it actually has. Raceland's test in there, like everything he sees during his wizard oh, test. Cool. Yeah. And it talks about how, you know, whenever he became a wizard, it also covers the the mercenary stuff that him and Caraman used to do. So and how they kind of first came across Tannis and Flint and that sort of thing. Dude, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And so after that there was Dragons of a Summer Flame, which I started to read, but I couldn't get into it as much. Uh yeah, I feel bad that I never picked those up. You had all the, you had so many books, dude. Those were the ones that I had. Were those eight books? And oh, Summer Flame, so nine. Those nine. Well, now you have what's the one that got you? Can't remember the one I got you. Oh, um, there was is it Kaz the Minotaur? Please tell me it was the start of a story. Um, Fuck. no, they're individual stories. Okay, good. Yeah, because they're kind of like their own. Well, I'm talking stories. about the fact that how Chronicles, you picked up the second book, you're fucked. Well, like I think the Kaz the Minotaur. There's ones where there's like the legends, but they're not intertwined. It's just yeah, all it's of just the legends the, that they talk lore. about. It's in, lore, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there's different series that they have, like, um, with all the lore and stuff that are separate. But no, dude, the Dragons trilogy. Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, dude. The Twins trilogy is pretty good, too, but... They are really good, dude. And, dude, and Tracy Hickman and his wife just live in South Jordan. So, yeah, I... They live here in the Valley. I, yeah, that that was that was so good, dude. That was so good. I completely get why you were nerding out. And uh, the deaths aren't done. Like, in Spring Dawning, there's one. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I was uh, listening to this thing about it where... Basically, he's tortured his entire existence. Yeah, because his father was a it was at Night oh, of the Rose, after, isn't that what it was? After his hell, pretty much. Well, um, is basically he's just stuck in this place where he constantly meets his his love. I'm trying to remember. And shortly after, something happens, and it's and she's lost to him. I think I that's who remember. it is. Except he finally, because uh, the whole point of this this devil dimension or this hell dimension is just. It's powered by the person who it's the hell of. Yeah. So. It's more of a personal hell instead apart, of a location But for you can everyone. go there. It's falling apart because he's actually beating the gods. Because he eventually, after millennia of this happening, he stopped giving a fuck. He's like, yep, my whole life sucks. My whole life sucks. Yep, I'm the reason she died. I deserve every ounce of this. 
I don't care. But see, so they kick him out of hell. But see, that's what makes it so interesting is because with that character, you know. Oh you, God! You, you I don't know. know. He says is how oh. is is he full of it, or you know, is he just trying, trying to, to live up? Yeah, the, the way I've killed a paladin, Jake. I've killed a paladin like that. All you do is enough of a persuasion roll or a diplo- diplomacy check, depending on how your DM's going to run it. You just look him in the face. Question: The reason you act so good and noble is it because you're a good person, or are you doing it because it's, you know it's the only way to gain your God's favor? Are you doing it for your own ends? So if you are, does that truly mean that you're doing the right thing? Because that just means you're being incredibly selfish. You are not in keeping with your God. If you if you succeed in that check, your paladin loses favor with his God and loses his paladin abilities. And you're hated. Not your character. You are hated because your people will wipe now. But see, that's what makes... The character so interesting because, yeah, you know, is he doing it because he feels well, it not or just that, but trying it, to live up to that. It reveals a level of snootiness because yeah. he's holding these people to this standard, which technically is a standard that he's not a part of. He was basically false. He was a false knight. Yeah, but and at the same time, he was the most noble. Oh, and like when he just like, oh god, to the abyss with the measure. That line. I haven't read them in forever. Oh, God. So we're like, they're all going to charge. And he's like, you realize you're refusing an order due to the measure. And he's like, to the abyss with the measure. And he's like, just bitches at him. Because because of it, you're all half cocked and going to die because nobody can fucking trust each other. Fuck you. Fuck your rules. Like, oh, my God. Because, yeah, the only thing he kept was the code. Yeah. Because it's the only thing that is infallible. Your honor is your life. Being a good person. Being what is needed. Because the measure is rules. Yep. The code is just that. It's just it's just a guide. Don't be a dick. Oh, God, dude. Such a... So damn good. And Flint was finally not a giant piece of shit. I See, was getting I so love pit- Flint. I'm getting so annoyed with him. No, Flint and Fizbin are my favorite characters. Okay. Tasselhoff would be up there. All but Flint does is I find Raceland. Ra- okay, Raceland's a pain in the ass character, but he's also super interesting. Yeah, he's one of the... Uh, yeah, I do like the fact that he just kind of drives the story, but at the same time, he's a bit of a Mary Sue. You gave Sure, you gave him the big... The stronger someone is, the more debilitating they also have to be. But in some ways, if you think about it, he's in some ways like a pre-Voldemort. Because he was uh, cursed. He's mid-Voldemort. Because he was cursed with like this sickness and, you know, he's able to do magic, but his body, his physical body oh, can't. Oh, okay, we're talking creepy little, uh, little, little weird back-of-the-head fetus mort. That's what I'm going to start calling kind him, of, fetus mort. Yeah. Kind of. So, you know, he had this... It was because of the the hand that he was dealt in life is the reason he takes the path that he took. Yeah. Which and is the, basically supplanting the... And think about the, the way dark, they both look yeah. at knowledge. Like Voldemort and Raceland, it's that magical knowledge that is more important above everything else, regardless of what rules but, it breaks. But, do you really think Voldemort would have put on a magic show? That True. chapter was hilarious as shit. It's true. 
God. Well, see, there's all, but see, that's the funny thing. He actually does that. I think it's in Soul Forge. I think that's the first of the, whenever it's Soul Forge and uh, Brothers in Arms. Um, whenever he's a kid, he would do that and he would still, like, he gets, like, thrown into the mud and beat up for doing that. Just to, just for local kids, just doing stuff yeah. like that. And he's shamed for it and he's beat up for it. I'll have to because I I think I still have those two books. Whenever you finish up, I'll have to bring those to you. I already finished. I, I'll need a. Uh, I'm gonna when we go back. To I've the got library, Spring I'm Dawn. Gonna check, in, I'm gonna so. check if Spring. I'm gonna see if they have Spring Dawn. If not, if, if I'll not, get it from you. Yeah. And it's not like they're long reads. They're they're pretty no. easy reads. Yeah, just about three three ninety five was this one. Yeah. The only reason it took me this long is well, my weekend sucked. I should have had it read out on Saturday morning. It took me three days to get sixty pages. You know, the first time I sat down to read it, re- to read it, to right. read it, I knocked out one fifty. <laughs> oh, and mentioning Reddit, I would love to do a Reddit AMA. Like if somebody was like, Jake, we want you to do a Reddit AMA. I was like, okay, Who the fuck cool. Would I would want totally. us to do one. I don't know. I'm just saying hypothetically, I would love to do one, dude. But Maybe because I tell such stories. So I, I know point we have emphatically a perfect, to my computer. We have a perfect out. We already well, we we already have a venue for it. Not like it's ever gonna fucking happen. Well, yes, yeah, last time some people did ask. But again, know. like you know what, this is just dorky and fun. But the big thing is read Dragons, read the the Dragons trilogy, people. Uh, written by Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss. There's Dragons of Autumn Twilight, Dragons of Winter Night, and Dragons of Spring Dawning. Read, 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 read. If you haven't noticed, we're big on people reading around here. And oddly enough, I don't read too much. I don't read. I don't know why I don't. Well, probably because I don't. I'm already doing too much shit. I think I'll, whenever we go on our trip, I know I'm going to take, uh, I'll probably take Clash of Kings with me so I can finally finish that. And then I'll pro- I bought a, uh, one of, one of the, um, collections of Soren Kierkegaard's writings. I'll probably take that with me also Be to read. Be high, Dick Van Patten. That is one of those few jokes it took me a while to get because I didn't really get it. So I wasn't paying attention all that much. Of course, then it finally dawned on me who Dick Van Patten was, and I was like, okay, I get it. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, see, I thought about bringing that Nietzsche book that I bought at... No. Oh, so the bookstore downtown, it is Eborn. Oh, it is? Yeah. Because oh. I was looking at the receipt. Anyway, I thought about bringing that Nietzsche, but I'm like, I don't think I want to read Nietzsche while I'm on like a vacation down the Washington, Oregon, and California coast. Because you're afraid you'll slit your wrist? <laughs> because it seems very, very <laughs> contradictory. Whereas at least Kierkegaard is more kind of existential kind of stuff, you know. Wait, explain why is it? Uh, because Nietzsche is hole? very Nietzsche is very. Uh, hold on, I gotta think of the word. Um, Swish. What's it called? Um, uh, it's kind of cynical and very. Uh, anyway, I can't think of the words right now. I hate it whenever we're doing this and I can't think of the words I, oh, I need I to use. You know what really sucked about Saturday night? I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to have beer. That's, Another Saturday that's... night and you ain't got nobody? Nah. I got some money, though, because I did just get paid. <laughs> just got paid today. Thank you, Jimi Hendrix. But uh, that wasn't Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was not Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Hey, Ollie. Hey, Ollie. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'd have to unhook <laughs> it. No, I'd uh, have to. Uh, only thing I found was ZZ Top just got paid. Oh, yeah, maybe it is ZZ Top. You might be right. <laughs> you may be right. Oh, you may be fucking crazy. <laughs> But I just smiled. Jimmy Hendrix. No, no, no. I am not. I am not getting rid of this. <laughs> you thought you you confused Jimmy Hendrix with ZZ Top. Yeah, but is that so egregious? It's not. Quite. It's not like I'm confusing that I'm confusing Jimmy Hendrix with Buckethead. N- at least no, no, no. Those two are. Mainly well known for the guitar, so that's at least some semblance. Yeah, but it's completely opposite guitar. ZZ Top still played that kind of bluesy, soulful stuff like no, no. like a Jimi Hendrix. I'm going conceptually. Oh shit! Okay, I want you to close your mind's eye, okay, and picture ZZ Top. Dude, looks have nothing to do with no, it. No, no, no. Just, just picture in your mind's eye. That, I, that you just now closed. ZZ Top. Now, I shouldn't have to finish this because there isn't going to be any fucking comparison between Jimi Hendrix and ZZ Top. Mind eye closed or open. You, you don't, you, you can't hear Jimmy, Bob. You can't hear Jimmy. I hope you're getting the reference that I'm making. Because I'm referencing a movie. See, I have to breathe really hard because that way they can actually feel the scowl. All right, we're we had ourselves a nice little chat, so we're gonna yeah, we'll try and do a hypothetical. Why since, not? You know, it's been a little too long since Jake rode that D. <laughs> Gotta have that D, son. Anyway, you are given the opportunity to create and direct a feature film. The studio offers you a huge budget, provides you with a top-notch writing and technical staff. And allows you to cast whomever you desire in the lead roles. There are essentially no limitations on what this movie can be, except for two. The movie you make has to fulfill the following two criteria. Okay, It has to be extremely edgy and transgressive. You need to confront taboo social issues. You need to shock people. Ideally, the film will address ideas that have never been tackled by mainstream filmmakers. In fact, if this movie is not the most controversial film of the year, the studio will probably not release it. However, two, it has to get a PG rating. It cannot be R or even PG-13. There may be limited profanity, minor depictions of violence, and fleeting nudity, but nothing that would prompt the ratings board to go beyond the PG classification. What is the premise and plot of your hypothetical movie? Okay, so here's, here's 27. Here's 27. Here's 27 No, no, no. I'm, I'm going on this one. <clears throat> That's completely impossible. You know why? The ratings board is completely arbitrary. You could have a movie... Listen, a PG movie can say fuck. Okay? It can still get a PG if it's based on a true story. A movie can get a... Uh, could try to go to NC-17 just for implying that someone gave a beach. It is completely arbitrary. <sighs> So there's no way the movie that I could do would, if it has to be edgy, they won't want kids to see it. So they'll automatically make a PG-13. It's impossible. 
It's impossible, dude. Kim Possible could not do this. Okay, Bob, one of these, you, you might... Okay, let's... This will bring it back to a previous episode. So here's here's some plots, okay? Shock... Oh, they actually have plots? Somebody... Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, shock the people nicely. Prison culture. Vampire weekend. Artistic telekinesis. Oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. Oh, never mind. These are all questions. <laughs> These are some of the previous questions. <laughs> Whoops. Vampire Weekend was the one we did, you jackass. Yeah, I know. And then I saw the Dream VCR and Rudimentary Magician, but anyway. But no, because uh, think about this. You know what I would do, though? It would be a sequel to Babe, where him and the farmer fall in love. There. One of the most taboo of things. Because the concept of though the thing that really, well, other than it's being icky fucking an animal, the whole simple fact that isn't it technically rape? Because you know, nay means no. Like you don't know what consent is for an animal. If the animal is cognizant, sentient, and can express, there you go. Horribly weird taboo. Shock value like a mug is what they're asking for. And it's going to be just a babe movie, but the subplot is him and the farmer fall in love. Okay. <clears throat> so if you it think about it. would still not get a PG and, because it's bringing up bestiality. And seeing, and seeing the, the cardboard over there, think about the Lion King. Because the Lion King itself. Are you trying has, to make me sexually think of Nala? No. I'm just saying in general, there are some. Or even a SpongeBob. Think of SpongeBob. There's some adult themes in SpongeBob. Adult that themes. That is really. But it's it has adult to be themes is different. It's just sh- it's just saying things. That stuff's been going on since the Merry Melody cartoon. Okay, so the big thing is, what would you consider to be the biggest societal taboo? Because is it bestiality? Would it be like necrophilia, no, like someone no, no. still this loving is, no, a dead body? No, I'm saying this is something that can happen without the issue of uh, w- w- that you could try to get the PG on. Right, but it has to be a taboo subject yes. that's never because been tackled other... in movies. And it has to be highly controversial. Yeah, because usually when the... you see joke uh, movies that deal with the animal fucking, it's usually as a, a side that the guy is just a shitty person or a redneck or Sean William Scott. So yeah, it would have to be... To try and get that PG, it, I'd go for the babe angle. Oh, wait! What if you could marry babe... In the crying game. See, I right. was... He thinks Babe's a girl until the end. Babe has a D. No. So, what if it was... Uh, think of... What's the name of the bad guy in Rocky and Bullwinkle? I don't remember. Uh, Boris. Okay. So, imagine if Boris decided... Take take some elements... Well, you haven't seen Avengers 2. But take some elements of Avengers 2. And Boris basically wants to destroy the continent of Africa. Nope. Not controversial enough? That's not a controversy. A That's a dude, basic fucking movie. A white German dude wanting to destroy a black population? A yeah. largely black population? And Muslim. Yeah, they already have enough of that in Africa itself. It's called South Africa. Get a book. It's like, get one of those books you <laughs> preach about so much, damn it! Okay, that was me. Uh, Alright, uh, yeah, it can't happen. The book, the the book, the movie can't happen because if it wasn't, if there was a clear set guidelines for the MPAA, all right, if Jack Valence wasn't full of shit, Jack Valenny, I'm sorry, Jack Valenny, yeah, and his creepy cheeks, yeah, yeah, Jack Valenny, 
If it wasn't for the way, the fucked up way the MPAA works, yeah, if there was a clear set of guidelines, if you have this much of this, it gets PG. If you have this much of it, it gets PG-13. If that were true, this would be possible. The fact that it's completely arbitrary and a movie can get a G rating and show boobs. Well, and just think about like The Abyss and Titanic. Like Titanic shows Kate Winslet completely nude from the front and it's still a PG-13. And The Abyss totally shows, I forget the name of the actress, but whenever she like drowns and then they go to start doing the chest compressions and stuff. Oh, yeah, they Like they they rip her shirt open and it shows her boobs and it's still a PG. Because conceptually it makes it because you don't really give a shit about being delicate when you're trying to save a motherfucker's life. Exactly. And so I get that one, but like in Titanic, he's all like trying to be artsy and I'm like. And they also spend the next how long fucking? Yeah. All like the whole steamed up car window stuff and Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. There should be a law. If Billy Zane's in the movie, it's automatically PG-13. <laughs> and that's what I love he about going back so and rewatching like, the to Back the to world. the Futures, the first two with Billy, because Billy Zane's in the first two Back to the Futures. He is? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't say anything really Oh, is in it kind of like one? seeing Ben Affleck and Buffy? <laughs> We're kind of like seeing Ben Affleck in Days and Confused, even. Well, no, he's actually a character. That's actually a thing. That was when. But the, that was the after Ben Affleck and Buffy though. is hilarious. Yeah. No, no, Days and Confused was before. It was just before Mallrats. Really? Yeah. It was just before Mallrats. I thought it was after. Mm-mm. They were the same I thought it was year. Ninety six. No, they no it was nine. Uh, they were the same year. I'm pretty sure Days and Confused was before Mallrats. You know what? Let's just go to. Because they were both released by Universal. That's one of the reasons why. Kevin got Joey Lauren Adams and Affleck in there. Oh. It's because universe, because they were kind of the universal go tos at the time. Cool. But I'm pretty sure Mall Rats came not long after Days and Confused. Yeah, ninety three. Yeah, for that. Uh, and Mall Rats was ninety four. Ninety five. Yeah. And Chase Amy was seven. So I got it flipped. Yeah. Wow, I was wrong. Completely yep. nice. Okay, one more. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. Let's hit up a question. Okay, so this one's go. body versus mind. Uh, I've still got time because as long as I'm out by 12.30, I have to be there at 1. You're given a choice between two rewards. The first reward is to be twice as intelligent as you are right now. You will be able to read twice as fast and remember twice as much. The size of your vocabulary will double and you'll be able to solve intellectual problems with twice your current aptitude. The second reward is that you will never again feel sick, even when you are, and you can always be whatever weight you want regardless of what you eat or how little you exercise. You can simply imagine the body you would like to have and that is the weight you will magically become. Which do you to- which reward do you choose? I know it should be an obvious thing because, you know, I'm a dumpy fat shit, but if you look at it this way, with the increased intellect, you would know exactly how to take care of your body to get what you want. And if it's just, and what really, what really hinged me not going for the physical, when you said, even when you are sick, you will never feel sick even when you are. You know what that means? You could actually have a tumor growing that could have, that your body would have let you known about by now that could have easily been removed, but you didn't feel sick. So all that physical prowess ain't going to mean shit. When chemo makes you fucked. It's true. You can be as buff as you want, but you're still going to be puking up your lungs when you got radiation pumping through your veins. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'm going with the intellect just because... And now, the fact that you say, it said you can, you you know, 
You can speak blah blah your your vocabulary is better. It doesn't say you do speak better. You could still choose to be exactly how you want to be, and I'd still choose to talk just as dumb as I do. So yeah, I'd go with intellect just because. I would probably go with intellect, but I would I would still use those. those. Also, here's the thing: I'm not a goddamn pack mule, so what the fuck does it matter if I'm buff? But also, that's uh, th- to me, it's just testing one's one's idea of beauty what or what's more important. Yeah. yeah, or perfection or what's most important. You know, brawn or brains. You can use your increased brains to work on your brawn. There you go. The end. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for us today. Again, we had a what an even episode, but this is actually not bad. Yeah. We just we just kicked back, we chilled, we chatted a bit. You know, we got to discover ourselves as people, <laughs> got to know the realness of us. And Bob finally understood why I love the the Dragonlance original trilogy. Oh so yes, much. I completely understand why you love the Dragonlance books. And if I had a time machine, one of the things I'd do when I went back is smack my ass across the face and say, "Dude." Read those fucking books. They're good. They're sitting right there. They're good. Yeah, they're good. I will say that. They're great. All right. So, yeah. And, hey, we'll remember to do it finally. So, remember, hit us up on iTunes. Don't forget to uh, rate, re- and review. rate and review that stuff. We're on Stitcher now. Yeah. Brotherscoral.podbean.com. Uh, shoot us an email if you got any ideas, any dumb questions or things you'd want us to talk about at Brothersquirrel. At at brother squirrel at huzzah! It's brother. Good job, Jake. It's a brother squirrel. You gotta go to brother It's brother squirrel at gmail.com. and our Twitter is at abq podcast. That's what he said. And yeah, we also have a Facebook page that I created. I need to see if I can set up the um the path and stuff though. So it's actually a page on there and it is set up as a podcast so you could just search a brother's quarrel podcast on and you know Facebook what I'm thinking about doing I, I might try and do a sampler of some mm. of the dumb dumb little things we've been doing oh of like pre-roll stuff yeah pre-roll of this just like a little just quick little sampler that way you know you can share it with people it's like hey these are some dumb bastards who talk about stupid stuff you might like it and just send it out to them uh, I'll start working on that Cool. Probably soon. Once my shift my shift changes to where I'll have nights off. Uh, and yeah, and don't forget, if you have questions, tweet them at ABQuestions. Capital A, capital B. Capital, hashtag oh, yeah. ABQuestions. Sorry, I'm really bad when it comes to the social media stuff. So yeah, hashtag ABQuestions. The ABQ is capitalized because I don't Reasons. want things to be completely simple for you. And yeah, just shoot us up. Give us some questions. Shoot us up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shoot us a line slash hit us up. So, shoot us up. Do a bit of train spot. <laughs> Which I still haven't watched. Oh, God. You know, it was a reference before it was a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just so. All right. You know what? We're going to end this before I just completely just 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 say the thing. We here at A Brother's Quarrel Podcast would like to remind all our viewers that in an argument, shit. Ha 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 ha, you gave me shit and now you're fucked. (laughs) Go on, do it again, bitch. We here at A Brother's Quarrel Podcast would like to remind all of our viewers 
that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude. <laughs> God damn it. Attitude.